Bill Overin joining us again. Bill Overin, thanks for riding in this morning. Good morning. I don't know. I knew this about you. I was reading the piece that uh, that that uh, Rebecca is it Rebecca McCarthy wrote for Flagpole. Yeah, a good piece. It goes through uh, and speaks with all of you, uh, running there in District Seven. I had a little biographical information. I don't know that I knew about your baseball background. Uh, you worked with the Little League here in town. <laughs> Still do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been on the Little League board for. I don't know. It's so many years I got to count. <laughs> I am uh, my my youngest child is is in his twelve year old year, which is sort of the aging out year. So yeah. I'm I am anticipating perhaps being able to retire from Little League <laughs> um, at the end of this year. But um, no, I was out there last night. Um, fortunately, with only one child in the league, um, we're not out there as much as we were. I, I think there was one point two or three years ago we were out there literally five nights a week between wow. two different games. I just yeah. set a cot up in the concession stand and, um, you know, got you know, mail I, there. I have said this to people over the years, and I went through this some years ago. You, you call yourself a Bulldog fan or a Gator fan, whatever kind of fan you think you are. Boy, I, I love those Bulldogs. You don't have a clue what a rooting interest is and, until it's your kid playing a Little League baseball game. You know? Yeah, when your kid's on the field, and I, I, I thankfully um, – Thankfully, I retired from coaching a couple of years ago because um, my 12-year-old is on uh, got drafted a couple of years ago to Chase Park. Shout out to Dave Barbie, his awesome manager. Our son, a veteran of that team. Oh, okay, that's and right. He yeah. played under Coach Barbie. Um, and um, but I mean, the other side of it was is that I, you know, I still see. I've been I've been coaching, especially my younger uh, child Malone. I've been coaching him since coach pitch so when she, since she was six <laughs> six yeah well but I, we were out there last night and the nice thing is is that i mean i you know everybody from his age on up i know these kids i see them around town they're still like hey coach bill i mean yeah. it's great i mean yeah. so it, it's for me it wasn't just coaching my kid it was all these other kids some of whom i had on successive teams yeah. year after year and watching them blossom and um and get better has been awesome too but also watching them Watching them watch watching them not do well at one particular plate appearance or something hurts too. <laughs> uh, you mentioned in that piece uh, talking about your your run for for District Seven and again Rebecca McCarthy profiling all three of the candidates in District Seven for flagpole. The biggest problem you say is parking in District Seven. What do you mean there? Well, it, she was that question was what's the biggest issue facing five points or district seven and i think parking is one of the number one now that sort of encompasses further out not just the commercial area um i don't think that's the biggest problem facing Mm -hmm. the county or anything but you know on the micro level we it's a really good example of what i've been talking about has been missing from this government for the past 10 or even 15 years which is sort of anticipating problems down the road and then taking action on them as opposed to being reaction reactionary after the problem crops up and we're, we're on the cusp of you know five points business district is thankfully just really expanding and growing a lot of great new restaurants we've got the We've got the Sakura place there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a, we've got another place opening up. Um, is this gr- is this a case of being a victim of your own success in, to some extent? Uh, it, it always is. I mean, well, not always, but I mean, there there are. You know, I, was, I woke up about four o'clock this morning thinking about what I was going to talk about this morning, and and the song "Tension" by uh, Todd Snyder kept running through my head. I don't know if you know that song, but that's that's what we're dealing with a lot of stuff, both countywide and on a local level, is the tension between wanting wanting additional in five points in the commercial district in particular we, we want a more variety of restaurants we want a neighborhood commercial district there i think it's been great um but then the tension with that is is that people then want to come there and sure. they need a place to park and right now it's 
no one's really complaining yet, although we're right there. Okay? What would you do? Bill over in candidate for the Athens-Clark County Commission, if we gave you, I don't want to say an unlimited budget, that's not realistic, but if you could make whatever you wanted to happen happen, what would it be? What would it look like? Okay, well, I don't want to talk specifically about sites, but I've sat down and met with some folks, and there are three, maybe four sites where we could work out some public-private partnerships with existing landowners to create a combined public-private parking off-street that should satisfy the needs of the commercial district. Does that mean a deck? I don't want to say a deck because I I think a deck connotes four or five stories like what we have downtown. Mm -hmm. And really what we're looking at in order to really provide the, the adequate parking we need for the next 10 to 15 years in that commercial district, I think it might be a deck, but I think what we're talking about is a surface lot covered over by one additional hmm. story. So, yes, yeah. technically right. a deck, but not – I don't want to get anybody upset starting to think about right, some right. sort of six-story parking deck towering over uh, – you know, towering over the Golden Pantry there in five points. <laughs> um, we've got two or three options. They're gonna require they're gonna require someone to dig in and get different property owners and different different sort of folks who who stakeholders to cooperate for the better of the entire commercial district. What does public private mean in terms of, of parking? What are we talking about there? Well. <laughs> In a nutshell, I'm not necessarily talking about, we've got a couple of different options. One of the options would be a public-private situation where we could actually have some additional retail and or some, some residential that was part of a parking structure. Um, other options just as simply mean it's like, hey, look, you guys own this private land, but you're going to be impacted by the parking pressures um, because you're going to have to be towing people who don't realize this is private mm. parking on your private land. And you're going to have tenants and customers who are complaining that there's not enough parking. So let's get you guys together and come up with a cooperative situation where we can continue to maintain um, parking for your customers, for your tenants, for your residents, um, and also provide some additional public parking through a public, through a public-private partnership, maybe just as simple as just getting together and figuring out how to parcel the things together and pay for the actual parking um, so that there is a public parking area that, sat, that, that takes the pressure off of everyone. And ultimately, it's going to benefit the entire commercial district. I'm Bill Overin, candidate for the District 7 seat on the Athens-Clark County Commission. Again, your piece in flagpole, or Rebecca McCarthy's piece in flagpole, talking to you. Uh, we have a progressive government that doesn't make a lot of progress, you say, a government that isn't working for the taxpayers. And you point to a management class, that's in quotes, a management class that's running things uh, instead of or in lieu of the Athens-Clark County Commission itself. It, kind of a permanent bureaucracy, you're saying? Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, another term that we were talking about, she didn't, that, that, um, that didn't quite make the article. And we had a, we had a really nice long talk. I'm really appreciate the work Rebecca does. And I miss, I miss Athens patch and, and her work she used to do for that. Um, it's almost like we have certain, it's, it's almost like we've got folks in this government who almost have tenure, um, who are not necessarily short of short of outright theft or graft there's not a whole lot of impetus for them to provide good good customer service to to their customers or to the taxpayers more their boss than really their customer um, and I guess the perfect example of what I mean by this management class or of staff sort of directing the commission or the tail wagging the we can use all the different mm-hmm. analogies we want to um, it's a micro example but the you know we were really happy um, 
I was on the downtown development authority when creature comforts came downtown and it was just an, it was really one of the best examples of repurposing some industrial space downtown. And it's really, I mean, it's just, that's the way we ought to be doing some of these additional um, buildings downtown. It's brought folks downtown. It's, it's been a great, it's, it's been a great success. So you may remember a few years ago, um, Creature Comforts painted their logo on the side wall of the, of the snow tire building mm-hmm. that they now inhabit. Um, they're uh, f- uh, facing Pulaski Street. That was it. They got someone to come up and do a very nice mural painting of their logo on the brick wall. Um, and Central Services came along and said, no, that violates the sign ordinance. you got to take it down. Um, and I, I remember seeing the article about it and, and somebody floating through Facebook or Twitter or something like that. And somebody commented, well, there, you know, it was some, one of my more right wing um, minded or more conservative minded <laughs> friends. Well, that's what you get when you get a liberal government or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not number one. I know for a fact every single commissioner I know that I'm friends with that I that I've helped along the, you know, the, the years to. To, to get into government, every single one of them thought that was ridiculous. Every single one of them was in favor of that mural being up there. It was the staff that decided it violated the ordinance and made the decision. And I said, that's not, it's not a liberal issue. It's not a mm. conservative issue. That's bureaucracy. That's what that is, is a bureaucracy that's just But the bureaucracy is interpreting a rule that the commission put in place, a policy that the commission implemented. It might not yeah. have been that commission, but a commission. Yeah, and, and except if you watch these, and you watch these meetings, Tim, and to some extent, staff brings a report, commissioners mm-hmm. will ask questions, what if we do this? And the answer will be, well, we can't do that. Um, oh, okay, well, we can't do that. And there's, I have watched over the past, you know, so it's 2018. So so unified government's 28 years old, 38 mm. years, mm. yeah, 28 years old. Mm. Sorry, math. No. Um, and um, it has been a slowly escalating thing. And I understand the reason that we went mm. to the strong management government. And and based on some of the some of the sins of the past mm. of a strong mayoral government, um, it was it, there was there was a good reason to do it. But it's it's gone too far. Mm. 40 days away from primary election day, we have our own election hash in our town here, 819, almost 820. Classic today, sponsored by Mark Spain Real Estate, Bill Overend, and two other guys. The other two guys being Russell Edwards and Carl Blunt, running for the District 7 seat on the athens Clark County Commission, Diane Bell, uh, the incumbent there, not running for another term. Got a note from a listener during the break there, uh, noting that we were going to be talking this morning, says, let's talk about the homeless camps and the bad stuff that comes out of those, drugs, alcoholism, and vandalism. All right, uh, fix that problem for us. What what about the homeless camps? Okay, here's the. And again, this is all back to tensions. Okay, I mm-hmm. mean, just, and we've got you got two things at play, and you know, I got I got a I, when I joined the ADDA, I sort of inherited the Athens Downtown Development. Authority. I'm sorry, yeah, thank you, Athens Downtown Development Authority. I inherited this. Hey, let's do something about the homeless problem downtown. Mm-hmm. And what we were really talking about was sort of aggressive panhandling. Well, the Not folks who sit down there on college and. And not necessarily people just sitting there with a sign out, which, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would is some people might find unsightly, but I'm not. But but folks who are actually being aggressive and mm-hmm. accosting people either verbally or maybe even physically and what we could do about that. So um, and um, I actually you know, I spent some time and researched some other jurisdictions and used my lawyerly gift for um, 
um, cut and paste and found some other ordinances that worked in some <laughs> other places. And, and, and we got together an ordinance and presented it to the mayor and commission, the, the ADDA board, the downtown development board, and said, please look at, at changing some things about um, this aggressive panhandling. And um, it just sort of it, it sort of got circled and, and kind of died and, and I guess died in the county attorney's office for lack of any impetus. We need to. I've heard some other folks talk about this. We are a draw um, for certain popu- for for certain populations, and we need to keep in mind that homeless is a more it's more complicated than that, as is often the case. We've got some folks, some of whom have been downtown for thirty years, and mm-hmm. if if you if if you work downtown every day like I have for. Uh, 20 something years you recognize them and they are these are folks who some in some cases are local folks who were born in Athens and they've got they may have some mild mental health issues or some disability issues um, and they've been here a long time and they are generally just uh, um, you know a it's an unfortunate situation that we need to try to get them some help we've got another side of this sort of homeless folks that I sort of refer to as homeless by choice we have a transient population of folks usually more in their 20s um, maybe early 30s, who aren't necessarily suffering from any sort of mental health or mental health or disability issues, but are sort of this is a lifestyle choice for them, mm. and hanging out downtown all day long and smoking clove cigarettes and with you know with their dog and the rope around the dog's neck is just sort of a lifestyle choice. I don't necessarily think that's something we want downtown. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, violate anybody's rights no. to assembly or anything like that. But we, you know, we do need to encourage a cleaner downtown and a more family-friendly and business-oriented area downtown. If we figure out a way to shove them, for lack of a better way to say it, shove them out of downtown Athens, would they end up in those camps that at least one of our listeners is concerned about? Well, and the the, the one of the main camps is on private property, and there's just not much we can do about that. Um, I've been out there. It's been a few years to the tent camp that's out there on the east, on, heading out the east side right. on Lexington Road. And, um, and you know, when I was still at the DA's office, it was out there then. And we saw some, str- you know, we saw some troubles and some violence out there. There's also some folks out there who are, you know, legitimately trying to work. And the, these are these are folks who have had struggles or, you know, acquiring a home or have, uh, but who are actually out during the day trying to find itinerant work or day labor work or stuff like that. Um, the short answer is I can't do much about a tent camp on private property out there. Um, what we can do is try to get into the details of what the problems are and try to find specific solutions for the issues that are that are being propagated. Talk about moving traffic through Athens. Bill Overin, candidate uh, for a seat on the Athens Clark County Commission, had the, the legislative forum down at the Classic Center yesterday. Driving back out, I, I came out Prince heading heading back away from town. I'm heading up Prince. They're doing some work. I guess I couldn't tell what it was, waterline work maybe, but it had Prince uh, westbound down to a single lane. And I mean, we're just creeping along. Brake light, brake light, move a little bit, brake light. And I thought to myself, you know, there are people, some of them seeking elective office in this town who think this is the way Prince Avenue ought to be every day. And there are people who want traffic to move at that pace every day. I don't know whether you're one of them. What can we do to expedite uh, getting through Athens? Well, and what you're talking about is whether we're going from four lane to three lane. Yeah. On Prince Avenue, and well, I know specifically, but generally, yeah, both specifically and generally. Um, and I remember there was a huge, you know, we had a lot of discussion about this with Hancock when we took Hancock from four mm. lanes to three lanes, eight, nine, uh, ten years. I'm not sure how many years ago. Um, I actually drive Hancock on a fairly regular basis, and during and and 
it, it is akin in my mind to me, and then I would and I would remind folks of this. In my mind, it is similar to the argument um, about parking lots either being too big or not big enough. So you go to Kroger, you go to Kroger on Alps yeah. Road at 5:30 on a Wednesday. Oh my God, they, this place should have a bigger parking lot because it's a busy time sure. and it's hard to find parking. But you go there at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and there's plenty of spaces. And we do want to tr- tr- try to keep some perspective on that. Hancock has been, because I, I was thinking about this the other day as I've been driving back and forth on Hancock um, to get to the ballpark for Little League, um, <laughs> that, um, that, yeah, I mean, at high traffic area, at, at, at high volume times, Hancock moves slower. Um, then some folks would like for it to move. But at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday, it moves pretty quick. You can move through there. And so I do think that that perspective needs to be kept in mind. The additional thing with prints in general is to remember that we control prints up to millage. Only to a point. Yes. And after that, it's State DLT. Road. And we can, we, can, we can talk. We can request. We can advise all we want. But ultimately, there's going to be somebody else making the decisions about how that, how that road looks. What's your sense? Of, I mean, we're 40 days out, three candidates. I haven't seen a poll yet. I don't expect to, so we're not <laughs> going to look at that. We can look at, I guess, campaign fundraising. I mean, just your gut. You, you've been around this track a time or two. What do you think at, at this point about the state of the race? Um, well, you know, it's um, it's been it's been a bit disappointing that there's not been more opportunities for us to engage with folks in a public setting as far as. Um, you know, any sort of forums. And, mm-hmm. and you and I were talking about on the break back in the he- heady days of 06 and 08 yeah. when we would, you know, have forums at the melting point. The old or, Athens Press Club days. Yeah. Well, and that was great because that yeah. does really, and you know, we've had a couple of forums and we appreciate the folks who've been putting them on. Well, you should run for mayor. They have a forum every night, those people. Well, but, you know, it's the, there's more folks who are going to be in, in charge of running this <laughs> yeah. government in 2019 yeah. than just than than just anybody who wins the mayor's election. Um, and, you know, the thing about those forums is, is it does give, you know, we're all knocking on doors. We're all talking to people. We're all meeting people and asking them about what they're interested in and telling them what we're interested in doing. And that's great. And that's ultimately, at the end of the day, the foundation of all this. But there is something to be said for an exchange of ideas, including including a meaningly, meaning, meaningful follow-up from someone like you about, well, what do you mean by yeah. that? Bill Overin, candidate for a seat, the District 7 seat on the anthens Clark County Commission, very quickly, like in five seconds. There's a website someplace? Yeah, BillOverin.com. 